0: Oh,
1: Miles, another we're here, buddy. episode!
0: Yep, another episode, dude number twenty-six.
1: We're doing Dropping pretty good, in on, man. We're, we're are, racking we're these things up.
0: up, racking and stacking. Getting, <laughs>
1: <laughs> getting so. more uh, more of these things under our belt. Getting more uh, more experience. Uh, getting a little smoother. Yes, you know,
0: we are getting much more proficient at bothering people on a twice-weekly schedule with Nissan news that you didn't know about. So what do we got going on in this episode today, Mike?
1: (laughs) All right. So uh, on this episode of the Nissan Nerd Podcast, we want to go ahead and talk about Nissan. But but, uh, (laughs) Nissan sells its stake in Daimler. We'll take a few minutes to talk about that. We're also going to talk about an unlucky weekend that the uh, Formula E team had uh, this last weekend in Spain. And then uh, part of our episode here, we have our special guest, Mr. Brian Settle, jump in with us. And we're going to talk Z-Days, uh, happening, a festival happening very, very soon. So go ahead and sneeze on their podcast. Stay with us. Coming up. Ah!
0: Oh, back again, back at it again.
1: All right,
0: so we've got a special guest today. You want to bring him in?
1: I'm going to do it, Miles? Yeah, let's drop this fool in. All right, all right. So we're going to start off strong here, everybody. For those of you that are with us on Facebook, thank you for being here. We have a special guest that's going to join us for the show and a good friend of ours. First of all, a great friend, hell of a promoter, hell of an event organizer. Many of you will know him. We're going to bring you on, uh, Mr. Brian Settle. Where's what?
0: he at? Oh, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Where are your hands, Brian? Let me see. Oh, get him out of there, Brian.
1: There I can see him. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Here we go. <laughs> oh, <happened>? oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh. Welcome.
0: <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> wow. So before we get started with everything, uh, Mike, what you been up to, man?
1: Man, as far as what's going on lately, I won't lie to you, dude. Uh, I've had a string of bad luck lately um, with with my, my 350. And uh, most recently, dude, this happened just yesterday. I'm driving home. Car sounds exactly as it should. And before you know it, uh, I've got this obnoxious noise. And I looked underneath the car. It's the exhaust uh, on the white pipe. You've got that little three-inch collector. Uh, totally broken in half. i got a pipe broken in half. So... Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> you done broke your pipe.
1: It's right. it's broken, and um, you know, I, I'm gonna say, man. Uh, first of all, I'm gonna get it fixed here. I got I got plans for tomorrow. Tomorrow night, take care of it. But in the meantime, I'm driving around town with this, and I'm just gonna say it. It it sounds like crap, and with the um, I think it lets me know how how old I've gotten because so, I think the younger version of me would have loved that noise you know when you're young it's like it's just loud who cares but as you get older you get more refined he's like you want a certain tone especially with the vqs you want less rasp and all these other pieces but uh I um oh what can I say man my eyes burn I'm getting lightheaded my ears are bleeding
0: so it's like you're <laughs> driving a Datsun 240z
1: all right, <laughs> got it. <laughs> but, <laughs> so uh, you are
0: uh, hoopty rolling tailpipe dragon, three fifty yeah. Z right now. All right, cool. All As right. of
1: right now, that's that's how I'm rolling right now though. But I tell you again, uh, it makes me feel old and young at the same time, man. It's just, it's almost like um, the way I thought about it with the exhaust was hmm. the way I think how how nice or bad it looks. It's almost like a haircut when you're younger too. You ever have a haircut when you're younger and you're like, I love that haircut. And then now you look older, you look back at pictures, and you think, oh, hey. "This that sucked. What was I thinking?
0: I should that, never have got that crew cut. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that mullet. That you know bullet. what I mean?
0: What was that? I should never have put in Cash Money Brothers on the side of my – right there. What? It was just a – it was a fad. I should have got out of it.
1: Yeah. So That's how I feel about the exhaust right now because I think the younger version of me would have loved it, but the older – me now, not a fan. so Not a fan. I'm fixing it right away. How about you, man? What's uh, what's going on in your world? Me?
0: Uh, let me see here. I scrapped a bunch of cores that I uh, had of like some old VG motors and aluminum heads from Nissan that oh, didn't make the uh, thing. So I took everything over to uh, the old scrap pile, all my catalytic converters that I had mm. sitting on the shelves. So I cashed it all in.
1: Mm, yeah.
0: Mm, mm, so I could have money to buy new car
1: parts. Yeah. So why not? Right. You had a stockpile there too. Last time I saw. I did. Uh, did, yeah, did you make did. out, was it like gold for you, man? You make uh, some good. uh catalytic converters,
0: baby. They pay, uh they pay good money. Don't ever think that your catalytic converters aren't worth money because there's a crackhead out there that it's going to prove you wrong. So <laughs> they're going to cut them right off of your vehicle. So yeah, I just, uh, that's all I did, man. A really nice weekend. We got hit with a lot of rain and tornadoes and hurricanes here in San Antonio. So I guess I'm just kind of, Scooping water off of the the front lawn, mowing lawns, that kind of garbage. So you know, unfortunately, not a big heavy weekend for me. But you know, maybe next time I'll come at you with something a little more fun. Not waste everybody's time, Brian. I yeah. you always got something cool going on, man. What, what have you been up to?
2: uh so the race car is all put together. I'm waiting on one shock, and we can start looking at some track time. Added another. Now, when Flavage. you say track
0: car, people at home they don't know what you got. Go ahead, man. Throw a label out. What you got? It,
2: it's it's just an old ratty three fifty Z. Ratty three
0: fifty Z. Okay, <laughs> we'll talk uh, about it in a little while because it is far from ratty. You're being uh, lowercase modest. So yeah, <laughs> shut up. All right. What else are you been up to?
2: I've got some new uh, people I work with. I've got a disc golf, so now we're playing a couple times a week. So, you know, the great thing about disc golf is you've had a crappy day at work. You can now go outside and throw something as hard as you want. It's perfectly okay. Hmm. It's a nice stress relief.
0: How much marijuana do you have to smoke to actually play golf frisbee? Is it good?
2: Uh, Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm get (laughs) you around. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's a legal possession. Just that's kidding. Right. This day yeah, and it's age, it's all legal. It's all legal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a yeah, misdemeanor. Yeah, I mean, I one, it right. Oh, look at you. You're copying me yeah. your now. Oh, look at that. Oh, that's right, we're ponytail brothers. Let's put them together.
1: Wow. You're not
0: our powers.
1: It's yeah, we seen you, man. Yeah,
2: you're growing yeah. it out. These are my uh, fox locks.
0: Hey, I got to ask you one quick question. What are the trophies in the back for? Is that for uh, – uh, those yeah, don't look like – those don't look yeah. like participation trophies. So, <laughs> for showing up?
2: Those are car show awards uh, on the shelf. And the, the ones one that people, the middle, are they the ones that people didn't pick up? Yeah, you know, my, <laughs> my, my, my bratty 350Z. The big one in the middle is a burnout competition. I won at Nobi 2004. Nobi. Whoa, Ooh. taking it back. Man. Um, and then the one beside it is also from a lightning, uh that lightning fest way back when. And some other sort of stuff in the golden Godzilla. And that is a tailgate. I got the golden Godzilla. Yeah. That's a tailgate off a of 620 that's been painted. There you go. A Dotson 620? Uh, yeah.
0: Oh. I might have I to like break that. in here. might have to break <laughs> in your house and steal that. Yeah. So, <laughs> in case I can't find a clean tailgate. Now that's really yeah. nice, man. Kudos.
2: So, yeah, uh, Fairlady Customs painted it, and Amber did all the this black metal flake pearl gorgeous base. Then she did all that hand dragon artwork on it.
0: Mm,
1: That's see. Cool, man. Yeah, oh, I see. you're '620 owners, man. So oh, you're, dude, you're, you're we're, speaking we're our total '620 nerds. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I forgot to tell you. Um, you know, I wanted to say kudos. Um, you know, not to take away Brian, but uh, yeah, we we um, I forgot to tell you that we actually did. Um, I've been busy, but I, I actually uh, forgot to mention that we had a birthday party for uh, one of our fellow followers. He's usually always on, Mr. Ayan Dasgupta. So it was his birthday, and we threw him a little surprise party up in Austin um, at uh, against the grain customs. Um, Rob Settle, who used to be uh, – he was actually one of the presidents for the Capital Z of Texas group. Um, so we threw a big party for him. Let me see here. I'll actually show you um, – what well, we did for him, so we threw him like a little surprise birthday party yep, and yep. blew his mind.
1: Did you? And oh yeah, blew it totally. Good, good, Let's good. You. Where are you at? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So so there's a, a packed full of people. Yeah. And against the grain is a fabrication shop for those who don't know, right? Mhm.
0: Yeah, so uh, Rob Curtis over at uh, Against the Grain actually was nice enough to uh, uh, lend us the shop for the day, um, and we brought all the cars out. We just kind of had a good time with the uh, with the event, and um, Rob actually took it upon himself to uh, get an image, the original image for the Z32, which Ion's a, a big Z32 fanatic, so we had it water-jetted, cut it out. You can start to see it right there.
1: Sweet. Oh, wow.
0: yeah. And that was like some really stick, uh, some thick steel plating. and Rob uh, Rob was nice enough. He's right there in the the white shirt and the black hat. but he runs, uh <laughs> he runs an amazing uh, custom uh, fabrication business uh, out of Austin, and just a heck of a nice guy too as well. So we were nice enough to uh, put together something for Ion and uh, we got him a little birthday cake there. But uh, hell of a nice guy. <laughs> You know, some of those events are some of the best that you can do.
2: <laughs> that picture is priceless.
0: <laughs> then we all got together and signed it. Right. Yep. So,
2: wow. uh, kudos
0: and happy birthday to him. So, uh, you know, uh, he's one of our special listeners. Good friend, too, as well. So, kudos to him. I just wanted to give him a quick shout-out for his birthday. So,
1: That's awesome, man. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, that's really cool, man, to see – like a craft, um, like your gift being made in front of you, like that with the with the plasma cutter, uh, <laughs> yeah. it's just custom, you know. And of course, we're all Z thirty two fans, right? So that's awesome to see, man. Yeah, it was sharing. a good
0: event. Yeah, I forgot to mention it. But, um, yeah, Brian, I wanted to shift a little focus to you, man. So you've been the founder of Z Days um, for since the finding. <laughs> so you've been the founder of uh, Z Days. How many years you've been uh, doing that? Because you're coming up on
2: 18? How many years now? 18 years. So a little little fact: I did not found Z Days. Oh. Andy Morris and Morris Morgan founded Z Days in 2004. Uh, Andy had some uh, personal things come up in 2008, and I ended up inheriting it, and I've been running it since 08. So I've run it 14 years. Good. What since
0: were the 08. first uh, What were the first events like back in the day?
2: Honey, the uh, 2004 we had 74 people and 2005 we had about 180 2006 we had well let's
0: let's let's, let's not go too much into it because we got a lot to cover here today but we want to get some time to actually talk about z days because that is a whole thing in itself in the deep dark tunnel which is z days we're going down that hole
1: soon yeah we're doing that (laughs) we're doing that yeah (laughs)
0: <laughs> but we got it co- but if i'm right we got it coming up in, on may 20th and may 23rd right
2: mm-hmm.
0: okay and um this year they're changing it out of the fontana village and we're doing it in blowing rock right
2: correct
0: okay yeah well let's let's come back to it here in a little bit because i want to give you a whole lot of time to kind of talk about it but yeah i uh I, i'm glad you're here with us man i um i've uh i've We've been friends for quite a number of years, and uh, you've known Mike for a number of years oh. here too as well. And um, I guess I'm just trying to think when's the when's when did we meet, you and I?
2: Probably ZCon San Antonio, 2009, eight. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. And when Bad did you? Met. Uh, yeah. Met Mike. Yeah. <laughs> I met him at Z Nationals. And he's like, "You're coming to ZCon?" I'm like, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> Because, I mean, I, I was kind one. of a black sheep. I was an outlier, and I didn't know what I was walking into. And when Mad Mike says you're going to do something, you're going to do it.
0: You're going to do
1: it. Yeah. that's <laughs> You don't say no to Mad Mike.
2: Well, he's got two options. You could be a willing participant or a struggling victim. But it's going to happen. <laughs> what do you have your shirts
0: at uh, when you volunteer? Uh, what do your shirts always say every year? Oh, they're always different. So this one
2: is <laughs> – Jurassic. You'll get Jurassic. I think Vol- one
1: volunteer X. Ah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs>
0: I remember cool. uh, I saw one year it was says Voluntold. Yep. So I was like, oh Jesus. And you gave that shirt to me, you're like, all right, get out there and go judge. I'm like, oh man. Yeah, well, so,
2: uh, everybody's favorite one was the green one that said, that's a horrible idea. What, no, time, awesome. do show up? It's what awesome. time do I show up? <laughs> it's what awesome. time do I show up? <laughs> so, yeah, we try to make, you know, if we're asking for a handful of hours, we need to give you something that's fun to wear, right? It's true. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I want
0: to take a moment here, and uh, uh, before we start going into all our news, start talking about Z-Days, we wanted to kind of give a salute to those in the Nissan family who we wish to uh, good, wish good health and to those that we may have lost um we want to uh be reminded of them so i wanted to give a quick salute out Uh, hold on
1: i gotta get my drink first off mike whatever you got in front of you everybody uh you want to do this Uh, yeah let's do this Uh, oh you got it there you go just enough
0: all right just enough
1: (laughs) (laughs) clink clink all right Mm. oh good stuff all right
0: right. (laughs) ganpai so uh mike let's go into a little bit of news here today um let me see here. Now, I wanted to talk about um, some news before we start talking about Z-Days here, but a lot's kind of happened with the Z-Proto. Um, so, actually, the Z-Proto found its way to um, an interesting spot in the last few days. Uh, let's see here. Let me bring it up here for ya. you.
1: Got it. watch <laughs> Dun, dun, dun.
0: Dun, dun, dun.
1: everybody's got their eyes on the z right now. panda go watch for, man. Man. <laughs> panda watch. I, that's exactly why i do that yeah <laughs> <laughs> did you bring it up let me see there you go I'm, i got you
0: all right so this came out on the drive and it turns out that the uh new nissan proto z you can call it the 400 Z, you can call it the uh uh, the new Z, whatever you want to call it, but it made its way to the streets of Nashville on its way to a Cars and Coffee, um, which is um, pretty interesting because there is a hell of a lot of traction on it on the internet. Um, this is one really good article. And, um, you know, I'm just super excited that it made its way onto uh, uh, onto the buzz that's happening right now with it. So I, I seriously doubt that it was... Uh, uh, that it wasn't uh, pre-orchestrated because all of these ropings and everything else, I have to give them kudos, man. They really set it up really nice. Underplayed, but um, uh, overhyped. I mean, <laughs> so hyped, but under... Um, uh, it was kind of under the radar. We didn't even know that this was happening. It happened very so,
1: quick. Yeah It happened very quick. I didn't hear about it. Maybe it's like less than 24 hours before uh, Cars and Coffee actually uh, began. That's when I started seeing the the, uh, the feedback from online people, a lot of, a lot of our friends in the Atlanta area even had made that, that pilgrimage to Nashville on a whim, just, you know, just to have their eyes on this car in person.
0: Hey, Brian, what are your thoughts on the new 370Z?
1: I've
2: got, I'm going to pre-order it as soon as I can. (laughs) Yeah. Twin twin turbo six manual transmission got me in. I, I can fix everything else that's wrong with it. <laughs>
0: what, uh, what what's calling you? What what are you super excited about?
2: Um, I like the fact that it's already built for force induction, so upgrading turbos, improving airflow, improve the cooling. It's got a good core. Uh, it's a matter for some bolt-ons and some tuning. I think it's a really solid package. Maybe the, certainly more solid than the previous two generations. Even though it's built on the previous generation, but the engine itself, really excited.
0: You know, I I was curious if we were going to have like, you know, when the 370Z was coming out, they reached out to all the Z clubs and they had kind of this like pre-roster of like, if you want to get up, get in on it before you knew what it was going to look like. And that was years and years ago. Uh, We got that mostly through the... through uh, the ZCCA and then it trickled down to the car clubs and then we could all sign up for it but yeah I'm interested to see if you know if they throw out like something special for enthusiast package like a limited edition I might be down for that I might be uh, jumping the uh, getting ready to jump in on that at at an early stage it definitely has piqued my interest I mean it's a hell of a car if it's truly going to be at where they're talking about on this price point so
1: I've I've seen that before Other, other models have that release edition like you said too that would be a little bit more of a a nice little touch, you know, for those who the ones that have been call it. I've been di- like, I've been uh, what's it? I've been waiting this whole time, and I got this lousy car or something like or something funny like that. <laughs> <laughs> that edition, you know, it's not lousy, uh, but you know what I mean. <laughs>
2: like they had the launch I got edition Supra that was special. You know, there was only a couple thousand of those made. Uh, some other cars have done a launch edition. I don't want anything that special because what I'm going to do to it. Yeah, it's just got to be Christian what I'm going to do to that car And so
1: you're not waiting until the warranty uh, expires right
0: uh, he's going to void the warranty in the first
1: (laughs) first day first day I will launch such a burnout leaving the
2: dealership they'll void the warranty for me yeah (laughs) well I have to say this is assuming we can do a burnout in it if it's not nanny to death
0: I think you're yeah. right. You got a good point. Um, by the way, there was a little peek into uh, what we talked about in the last episode. I saw that at the end. I thought that was kind of funny. So um, something else that I want to kind of show you um, here that um, I mean, there was just a whole flood of news and articles that kind of came from this um, mm-hmm. as a uh, I mean, because. I woke up on the Saturday morning and then all of a sudden I started getting my emails blowing up. Mike messaged me and he was like, did you know this was, I was like, yeah, I was like, I was like, I I had no idea. And then all of a sudden article, 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 everything was kind of coming at us. And in the wake of all that, like as soon as that dropped, um, I also saw that this little tidbit kind of came out. Now this was a kind of brutal, uh, this article, if you didn't see it in Jalopnik and uh (laughs) the 370z is really truly dead now um and i think this is kind of making a point with the fact that the we're seeing
2: the new z roll out so we're
0: probably not gonna ever see a new model what are your thoughts Mm -hmm. brian what do you got
2: they might depending on when they release the the next generation they may do one more year of a carryover but it's gonna be abysmal i mean just like the last year the three hundred and fifty, everybody was waiting on the three hundred and seventy, and the last year just didn't sell. And now the new Z's dangling out there. Yep. What? Why would you buy a thirteen-year-old car when the new ones coming?
0: <laughs> Mike, I you did some same thing.
1: you did some stats
0: search on uh, on the three hundred and seventy Z this year. Is that right?
1: I I did. I did. Um, let me well, show you if it's too
0: depressing, don't put it out there. But if it's, <laughs> if it's
1: great. Well, I mean, well, to, I'll just give you some numbers though. I mean, it, in terms of what we're seeing is that obviously this this new just like brian said that the uh the new model is 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 being dangled in front of us it, it would be it would be on it would it'd be weird if uh, someone really wanted that new model right now the, sorry the 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 370 as a 2020 <laughs> model right now but um to that end what they're saying right now is that there's not very many 370z's to buy brand new right now anyway the the twenty for this year, twenty twenty one. Essentially, we as customers here, at least here in the U.S., we've received uh, just the carryover from twenty twenty, and according to the stats that I have, they've made uh, Nissan only manufactured about two thousand units, give or take, and uh, they're they're pretty much gone. If you go look, and literally, you can do this: go to Auto Trader, go to any online sales base, and look for a new twenty twenty. Uh, uh, 370Z, they're not there. Very few. Um, honestly, I did my distance. You know, when you search how far you're going to go, I did any distance, and I only got one, and it was a Nismo model for 50 grand. So I, I really, at least based on that data, at least at the moment, there aren't any 370Zs for sale right now, man. <laughs> they're they're all gone.
0: Well, I have to say that I think you you hit it on a point. You found another article that we uh, wanted to talk about on the Z that I uh, I thought was pretty interesting. It, we won't go too much into it, but do uh, you want to bring that up, Mike?
1: Uh, which one are you referring to? You're talking about the?
0: Uh... Well, we had a lot. I mean, there was a lot. We we got inundated with new articles that were kind of coming out. Um, but it, but that's fine. No, I, but yeah, I, I kind of was talking.
1: No, no, the one I was referring to, I think, is really just summing it up, saying that you mm-hmm. know. The 400Z is probably coming soon because you can't find a 370 right now. That's sort of the, the headline of that article. So I think I summed it up pretty well.
0: You think you did a good job with that? All right, we'll I leave it so. at that. So
1: did, you have, you, comments, us know. <laughs> did you have some speculation? Let us know. Did you have
0: some speculation on what it was truly doing in, uh, in that area? In <laughs> Carrollton? Because it got spotted in Carrollton too as well.
1: Oh, oh, that's right. So, you know, just earlier you were talking about how the Z Proto found its way to uh, Nashville, which is the Nissan North American headquarters. True. And uh, coincidentally, this wasn't on this wasn't as publicized as as the Z Proto in Nashville. But what I did Correct. see some little rumblings on Facebook was that that Z Proto actually made a stop in a little town uh, called Carrollton, Georgia. And for those who have ever shopped online for any type of Z part, you probably know that there's also a major shop. In Carrollton, Georgia, which is Z1, uh, I can't imagine. So I do have video. I know for a fact that the the Z Proto found its way into Carrollton, Georgia. There was a Scott Evans Nissan. This is small videos from a salesman that was there. His personal feedback, uh, his personal uh, timeline had these things. And I'm like, dude. I can't think. There's there's only one reason why you would see a Z Proto in a small town like that, and it's because you know what? Z1 got their eyes on it, man. I'm I'm really looking forward. What I'm thinking is going to happen. Hopefully, we'll see a video from Z1 pretty soon, uh, kind of showcasing the, the time that they had with the car.
0: I hope so. Uh, yeah, Brian, that's in your neck of the woods, just away. But what yeah. do you think? What do you think about Z1 getting their hands on the new Proto early for for some design options and, and aftermarket support?
2: I can't wait because as soon as I buy my car, I'm going to go to Z1 and say, Give me all that.
0: (laughs) I kind of thought so. I kind of thought so. And those are the guys that do it. You know, we've known them since. Since the beginning, and uh, you know, kudos to them. I, we've we've mentioned this before, but kudos to them for everything that they do over there. They're always in development, um, especially with the off-road uh, market too, as well. I'm so glad that they kind of stepped into that, and um, they're just growing and growing and growing. And we wish them all the best and uh, to the moon. So <laughs> to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> so.
1: but. Awesome, dude.
0: You got some uh, other news that we got to go through, Mike?
1: I do. I do. All right. So uh, let me share my screen for a second here. I got two quick pieces of information from Nissan, uh, what they've been doing here in the last two weeks. So this is, oh. this is the uh, the first article talking about a, a chip shortage, microchip shortage. Now, we've mentioned this in the past on the show, uh, kind of giving you a little bit of an update what what auto manufacturers are are, are doing as a whole in response to this and then we're also going to talk about what nissan is doing though but uh, to kind of sum up the article what's happening is that uh obviously the material to make microchips uh is at a a shortage right now so it it's uh really hard you (laughs) you you gotta have it i mean if you don't have the material then you've got a shortage a part shortage and you you just can't leave uh vehicles you know without these parts so the production is being hindered by uh, many manufacturers uh, uh, globally uh, because of the shortage. Um, What some people are doing, what what some manufacturers are actually doing right now, they're actually essentially salvaging the sales that they do have. Uh, For example, for the microchips that they do have or the ones that they are producing, they're allocating those microchips to the cars and the certain uh, models that they have that are more profitable. So at least they can maintain their sales and keep the lights on until the shortage is is resolved. So um, that's what's one uh, tactic that uh, auto manufacturers are doing. Uh, Give you an example too, Nissan is actually cutting navigation systems. New models, uh, new cars these days, they uh, rely more and more and more on uh, microchips. Just give you an example if you can see my screen. This chart here is talking about, oh my God, what happened? This chart talks about the reliance that car manufacturing has on microchips. You know, 20 years ago, only about 18% of the components there had electronics, uh, related to it. Now you're over 45%, or I'm sorry, 40%. And it's just growing within the next decade, just in, in the future here. So, um. Some of those features are being uh, cut out temporarily. Uh, To give you an example, though, Nissan, uh, they have a navigation system uh, as an option on some models, and they're actually cutting that option out temporarily for over a third of their model line. And that's just an attempt to do that to get these cars out onto dealership, uh, the the dealer uh, showrooms. And then uh, another example is that there was a rumor that Nissan actually flew microchips from the manufacturing plant in India to a uh, manufacturing plant in the U.S. on a chartered cargo flight just to help with production. So they're literally flying these things in uh, as, as urgently just to keep the production lines going. So uh, just a number of ways that uh, manufacturers and Nissan are responding to this shortage, though. Uh Brian, you said that uh, you, what you normally do on a daily basis, your job is has to do with microchips, doesn't it?
2: Not not microchips. It's automated warehousing, but yeah, you know, it's it's a global shortage on just about everything. Unless you need a quarter twenty volt, there's a chance it's on back order somewhere. Uh, I mean, from PLCs, controllers, I had the air freight three containers of metric i-beams mm-hmm. just so i wouldn't have to ship them by sea to, to mitigate the production delay
0: hmm.
2: air freighting steel really i mean this is <laughs> what we're doing to mitigate the production delays and troubles We're air freighting steel i-beams so yeah hey, microchips make way more sense to air freight than i-beams but but everybody's doing it so yeah it's it's tough it's it's impacting projects and sales and everybody
1: it really is man and and they're not showing much um they're saying it's going to get worse before it gets better so they're hoping that uh by the end of this year or first quarter of 2022 uh, we'll start to see uh, us coming out of this hole uh and and, and having uh, production uh, having all the model line all the model options uh, on the floor at the same time. So for those of you that are in the market for a new uh Nissan or Infiniti and, and you're not finding out there just have some patience. Uh it'll they'll they'll find their way there eventually. So this is the reason why. Uh.
0: Good article, man. Hey, uh, we got to go back to uh, some of our viewers. Um, and yes, we do. Talk a little bit about the um, uh, the new Z and their thoughts on it. It looked like Sean Buck chimed in today.
1: He did. He did. What did he say here? He goes, uh, headlights. Uh, just don't love everything else. Styling is nice. So we've got a guy who thinks the headlights. Uh, we'll see. I like the, personally, I like the headlights. What about, what got, about you, Miles? Uh, I want to
0: see him up front. Honestly, it's like I, I've seen him like – you know, a couple, 30, 40, 50 times, but it just, I, I want to kind of get my my eyes on them and get my, I want to see it in the flesh, you know, cause you, you always do that when you see it in pictures and, but you know, certain cars at certain angles, they just, that's what it is. That's what sells it. And it's just that, that sexy line that just does it for me. So yeah, you know, I kept the jury's kind of out a little on the headlights still, I, I think as a, as an overall thing, but then again, it's like sometimes with everything that's happening in development with cars, headlights, beams, um, you know, everything that's out there with the HID developments. Yeah. Who, you know, you could be in that car and the next thing, you know, it's like daylight, you are driving those cars. It's like,
1: <laughs> well, hell I'll
0: take that. You know, if it's a, uh,
1: if it's a headlight like games on fire too. Now, I mean, I games game is on fire.
0: That was your old uh, world. Mike.
1: A little bit, you know, I, have had some pretty goofy headlights on my car, even, and I've, I've, <laughs> I've toned down a little bit though, but, uh, but it is strong though. So, I mean, I, I, I personally though, I think, uh, the headlights aren't too bad. I like them. Uh, but you know, there is going to be some headlight manufacturer that's going to come out within, you know, months or weeks after the debut with some, Z1, put
0: out, put out a new headlight option. So well,
1: who yeah. knows, man. Yeah. I did like what, what, uh, what Brent had to say. Brent said, uh, I hope they bring back the old school colors. Uh, oh, yeah. I agree. I think eventually there should be some sort of heritage paint option. I mean, I remember some older colors there. I always loved the green that they had. Uh, oh, midnight Purple. I don't know. Perp, midnight, oh, you're talking about Z32 colors now, too. You're talking
2: Midnight <laughs> Purple.
0: <laughs> Brickyard, Brickyard. Brickyard. Well, Brickinard. Brickyard wasn't yeah. a bad color. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Cal Blue. Come on. Or the Championship Blue.
2: Come on. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Yeah yeah yep yep <laughs> so that was a that was an epic color too as well you know the crp from the z32 and uh the z31 they had it in cherry there. red pearl yeah G- crp that was a nice nice color that um some of those old gun metals like the gun metal that came out in the uh what was it uh the 350z that uh charcoal gray it was called something i
2: forgot what it was well you've got but silverstone. you got silver
0: Silverstone. booyakasha that's, that's what color
1: yeah. of my car is I know, it's my favorite color. It looks good, man. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, if you ever
0: want to sell it, you know, just say <laughs> it. Everything's
1: for sale. <laughs> Everything's for sale. All, right, all, right.
0: all right, so we got to move huh. on to motorsports here yes, a little bit. Um, you know, we're not going to cover too much. Uh, we're just going to cover the big heavies today. So uh, I'm going to go right into uh, what happened with Super GT. Now, Super GT had a really big um, uh, week. You know, uh, Super GT is just massive on a scale that we just have to kind of uh, get used to. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, All we right. have to drink again. Go by <laughs> I was like, oh, no. That's but, the one uh, I'm looking for.
1: Yeah, there you go. Yeah,
0: so, oh, don't worry about it. It's fine. So uh, this was actually round two of Super GT in 2021. Um, it actually just happened here uh, recently. Um see here. So it just happened the other weekend. Um, so this yep. is Nissan's take on it from their uh, Nissan um, website on YouTube. Um, but yeah, they actually had a, a reasonably well weekend. Um, this was actually out at the uh, Fuji Speedway um, for round two. Um, ne- the 500 class, we've talked about this before, 500 yep. class is doing okay. But they're just kind of, they have really stiff competition up with Toyota. Um, the race itself not a lot of bad news to report. Overall, just kind of a strong racing weekend. Um, you know, Nissan actually put their best foot forward. Here's some footage of it. Uh YouTube, if you if you search it out, I usually do it like super GT 2021. I'll do like round one, round two. They also have the live footage on it. Um, if you follow us on the Nissan Nerd Podcast on Facebook, um, like I said, we usually will put you a link out there if there's going to be a racing weekend and we'll kind of let you know everything that's kind of going on. But god i've been wanting to go to one of these for like the longest time and um just trying to check it out brian have you had an opportunity to kind of check any of this stuff out or follow it at all
2: no uh, i was stuck in europe a couple years ago and was able to watch uh, a prototype class that runs the V Q 45 at the red bull wing that was kind of cool that's the closest nissan race i've seen but no. I haven't seen any of the Super GT stuff.
0: <laughs> I, I I would I would um, place money on the fact that if I look behind you, you probably have a few of these models behind you. <laughs> right? Some of the old GZ cars. Waste. Safe,
2: safe <laughs> wager.
0: And, yeah, but this is just a, a hell of an event. They did really good. I'm going to show you some results from the last week um, okay. that we had going on. Let me show that to you. But the 300 series, um, they which I talked about before, um, the 500 series um, we're doing okay. Um, I think when we pulled everything out, the Nismo GT500 came out in fifth place. NSX was a surprising first place on the 500 series, um, and then we've got the Supras coming up in second and third. Honda NSX coming in at fourth, and then the uh, the Craft Sports Motul Nissan GTR came in in fifth. And then we kind of made our way down. My CalSonic boys, ninth place. Not too great for the 500, but still, you know, a hell of a weekend. 300, totally different story. Um, this college, the Realized Nissan Automobile Technical College, they came out in seventh, but they've been doing really, really well um, as far as placement, as far as placing in the last round. Um, they In fifth place, the surprising, was the Impul GTR. Uh, they came out and actually ended up taking fifth place. Um, so kudos to them. Uh, if you get a chance, go back and watch round two. Um, I would uh, highly suggest continuing to follow this. We'll do our best to give you all the coverages, and the links as we continue to move forward with the series.
1: Cool, man. Cool, cool. Now, I'm glad to hear about that, man. I really think that, uh, you know, that's one thing too. I, I've been so caught up in this Formula E that I really need to get back into GT, the Super GT on this one. I'm glad you're taking a hold, uh, taking the taking charge on this one man
0: <laughs> so uh you followed um formula e um, yes, uh yes yeah it, i did it, i
1: did i'm gonna hit you with some gt uh with some uh formula e knowledge here what's been going on <laughs> here so let me go ahead and share my screen i'm gonna let this run in the background but i've got a, an awesome recap for you guys uh, let's press play on this one all right man so rounds five and six of Formula E had been happening uh, just this last weekend April 24th and 25th and it took place in Spain at the uh, circuit Ricardo Tormo and Valencia. This is the first track that Formula E has actually uh, participated in. Honestly most all the all the tracks so far this year have been street courses. So to actually get on a traditional track was definitely a, a change uh, for for the the league this season so far. Take a look at what's happening here too, man. They had a super, it's a super tight chicane here. Obviously, it was a very wet day. What I'm showing you here is footage from round five. In terms of our boys, Boemi and Rowland, Boemi went ahead and qualified fourth. However, he did not finish. Literally, it was within about the first three minutes of the race. He was hit from behind, got stuck, and essentially had technical issues after that. So he did not finish. Uh, with round 5. However, Rowland Rowland was cheated, man I'm going to tell you about this. Now He qualified 8th and he got started here and what you'll see near the end of this video is that he actually finished in 2nd position uh, in 2nd position. However what's happened is literally half the grid, half of the drivers had a miscalculation on how much power they're allowed to use in the race. They used half a percent more energy than they're allowed to and because of that, they were disqualified. So Rowland, however, he finished P two. He was outside of the uh, the the qualifications to, to, to even be uh, to even finish at all, and he was disqualified. Was super was <laughs> super unlucky.
0: <laughs> what was that? Rowland actually got uh, knocked back. What was it? Ten places, round four, round three or a four. Pit remember that? Penalty.
1: Yes, penalty. Yeah, He was penalty. doing, he was doing so well. Yeah. Had a pit penalty. I think that was uh, about three three or four weeks ago. Rounds uh, round, uh Uh, Three and four, I believe. Just this season so far has been, you know, again, I'll say unlucky right now for the the Nissan E-Dams team. But, uh, you know, they're performing fairly well, except for when the times either uh, something happens, uh, you know, that's beyond their control in some in many of these cases. So um, that was round five. Again, I'm going to just run out to the end, though. Round six was the next day. This was a back-to-back race, Uh, two rounds back-to-back. When we started ninth, finished in 11th. And Rowland uh, started in eighth and went ahead and finished P four in in round six. So he he's the only one who really brought points home for the team uh, this weekend. He brought in twelve points for Nissan uh, as a whole. Uh, as a constructor, though, Nissan has actually declined from ninth position to eleventh, mm-hmm. uh, which isn't isn't you know nobody likes to hear that though. But again, it's just because of the string of bad luck that they've had. Uh, again, last year they were in second. They they finished in second. So uh it's not over till it's very well. Yeah, it's not uh, over
0: till it's over. So <laughs> it's not over till it's
1: over. There are there is four rounds left. And the next race is actually happening this weekend in uh Monaco, which is of course another street track, a legendary street cat street track uh in, in France there in Monaco. Um some good news about that. Uh three things that you want to know about this race coming up this weekend regarding Nissan. First one is, is that Boemi is a two-time winner of Monaco. He's no stranger to this track. He's, he's good at what he does. He's, he's, a, he's got a good record. So that that's looking really, really good. The second thing you want to know is that the uh, the track, typically for Formula E, the Monaco track has been uh, not how we always remember it, let's say, in the F1 days, the, the, in, in F1. It's always an abbreviated or shorter track, usually. This year, it's going to be the exact same track that the F1 teams use. So we're gonna see a longer track. Uh, should be pretty exciting to see that. And the third thing is, this is actually some really good news. Nissan is actually debuting their second generation powertrain uh, for the EDAMS uh, uh, program. So it's, it's gonna be a whole new power plant. It's got upgraded software, hardware. Of course, it's very proprietary. That's really all they told us. But uh, provided how things go, it's gonna be a, another boost for them. So. Uh, this weekend in Monaco is going to be uh, it, I, even at this point. It's, I'm very optimistic. Uh, they've got a good driver that's very experienced on this track, and they got a new powertrain that you know, by all means, with with all the research I'm sure they've done, is going to give them a huge advantage, uh, an even greater advantage. So uh, that's what's happening here. Uh, let me see if I if you saw it. Did you see it? By the way, the uh, uh, right there. Oh. What do you got? You see it right there? Uh, oh man!
0: The guy picked his nose. Again, you <laughs> just... see how... what's that? No, just messing with you.
1: What I wanted to show but... you is the uh, look. Look into your left, your left corner there, and you're gonna look at the, uh, the amount of power that was used. Uh, again, zero percent, zero. You know, they Rowland was in second but had 0% power. He was still rolling. He still had power. It's not like his car died on the side of the track. He was still going, but he, uh again, used more power than he was allowed. It would have been such a great finish, man. But because of that, he uh, did not score any points that day. So, again, it was uh, such a crazy thing to see. These Formula E rules are pretty uh – they're new to me, man, but they are kind of wacky. Still trying to get used to them, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a, a, a different series um, that we just kind of got It. there's so many things. You've got power levels, you've got super boost, you've got fan boost that you have to kind of talk about. I mean, there is so many like just variables that can kind of come into it. It's it's more akin with, I always tell people when they, when they ask me about it, it's like, kind of like Formula One. But with uh, with Mario Kart rules kind of thrown in there, just a <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. So
1: it is. Um, it that's is.
0: that's not the only news. You um now, Century Cup Series actually made an official post that they're going to be potentially throwing something out here soon. You found that right?
1: They did just yesterday, and you can see it here. I'm going to zoom in on this. It was a very very short announcement, and it says, "Stay tuned. The revised 2021 calendar is coming out." So uh, of course, we, Miles, you and myself, we, we are following the micro cup. The s- this uh, season uh, micro cup season should be starting this month so at some time. So the uh, calendar will be coming out soon. And as soon as it comes out, we're going to share it with you guys and we will we'll follow it. We're going to go ahead and uh, again, it seems like a really awesome uh uh,
0: We're super excited about it. We've been talking about it for for a number of months now since we heard about it. So, mm-hmm. since the evolution of it, um, you know. So yeah, I, I hope yeah. it. I hope it gets legs, and I hope it starts doing some great things. So, yeah.
1: hey Brian, just wondering, man, had, had you heard about this uh, Centra Cup at all? No, I've no. not. It's it's out of Canada. It's weird. I mean, it's 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 only out of Canada, but essentially you can go to a dealer and buy a spec um uh centra vehicle, essentially, uh cage seat and all that. and then this this racing league is is very grassroots again, Nissan is supporting it, but also it began out of a micro Cup, which was um miles, what would you call it it's close to a versa, just the smallest you know basically subcontact yeah, vehicle you had it's been,
0: it's a popular model that they've had out for a number of years, but yeah for us here in the states, versus it's probably its closest cousin. So yeah, and yeah. It,
1: it's still a bit smaller than a versa. The oh yeah, oh even smaller than a versa. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, we're Forget Americans, it. right? So we need <laughs> this. So.
1: More power. More power, More power. But
0: yeah, it's a super cool series, man. I'm uh, we've been super excited about it. So we're pretty interested if uh, if something comes of it. We want to see if we can get some good coverage from it. So.
1: Yep.
2: Absolutely. Glad to see Nissan back racing. So.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Finally, right? So. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I like but, to see that too. Just be the fact that it, the the entry, the cost to enter a, a league like that, it's meant to be the, one of the lowest, relatively lowest costs uh, to, to enter these type of uh, racing. So uh, it really allows, again, for the grassroots guys like us, uh, a, a, a chance just to kind of get their name out there and, and, and make an impression.
2: Yep. <laughs> <I> mean, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's where some of the best start is lo- low dollar spec racing, like skiing. There are others that just. They come from Miata or some other low low entry cost spec series and just rise to the top.
1: Exactly.
0: So, you know, um, Brian, I wanted to kind of bring something up here. Now, we've known you for a number of years. Uh, we've talked about this before, but, you know, I, I know you're always doing a lot of things uh, for charity. Uh, obviously, you you've been uh, running Z days for a number of years and you're a huge Z nerd like like uh, like we are but um, I, I want to talk about something that I got here a while back um, and I'll bring it up here but mm-hmm. I want to ask a quick question so oh. why is why is this man uh, <laughs> you got him doing push-ups
2: so hey uh, thank you for trying so you know, Sadly, we're still losing about 20 veterans a day to suicide due to issues and conditions with PTSD. Uh, that's 20 too many. And this is just an attempt to feel a little bit of pain so you'd have some empathy for someone else in pain. And while 22 push-ups is a token, it at least makes you think about somebody else for... 20 to 20 20 seconds to 20 minutes, it takes you to do 22 push ups. But Mike did a good job. You can't pick on him.
1: Man, I I'll tell I'm you. Are you picking on him? It yeah, was yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. You know, normally yeah. I, I don't participate in, like, it reminds me of back in the day, like chain letters and emails and things like that back yeah. in the day. But the fact that it came from you and I knew the cause that you were pushing was, was so uh genuine and the efforts that you are making to it. I I, I I had no choice, man. I, I, I knew that I was gonna do that from day one. And that's probably oh, yeah. the only thing I've ever done last year consistently. And uh yeah, man, it's all props to you, man. Thank, thanks thanks for, for putting me through that, man. I I, I I actually enjoyed the challenge.
2: Well, good. I mean it's it's it was appreciated that you did it. I probably went through three or 400 people before i got 22 to do it. So
1: thank yeah. you. Oh, you're welcome, man. It, uh, no, I, I hear you, man. It was, it's, um, uh, again, it's a noble cause though. I mean, I, I'd really, uh, like the what fact mean? that, uh, uh, you know, doing it, Miles. I tried getting you, Miles, to do it. You, you were, you were gloating. You were doing them with one foot in the air, and Miles was like, uh, "Yeah." I think I lost the. It, uh, you
0: know? I, yeah, I did it, and I lost the theme of it, and I, I shouldn't have. Um, honestly, I, I, I think I got sidetracked with something personal that was happening in my life at the time, and um, um, unfortunately, but uh, yeah, it's a great cause. You know, Brian, I've, I've known you for a number of years, and you've always been a, uh, um, a very passionate person about uh, what's happening with the uh, with our military veterans. So kudos to you um, for everything that you do, which is why we've always tried to support you as long as we've known you. So, again, thank you.
2: You're welcome. And thank you.
0: But right. I want to kind of switch this, and I want to talk about your Z-nerddom right now. Okay. So you you yes. have a track beast that Mike d- has done a bunch of research on. I I've ahead. I'll seen share it. My... Yeah. yeah.
2: And talk about, about it okay um so the only thing left Nissan is the roof skin and a pillar covers in the door handles <laughs> keep going give me more that's it that's it that's uh so it's got a a mildly tweaked uh ls3 6.2 liter, making right at 500 horsepower the car is a hundred and thirty millimeters wider than stock I'm running a Twelve by eighteen, sorry, eighteen by twelve-inch wheel square with a three forty-five tire. Uh, man, manual brakes. Uh, the only oh, electronics are fuel injection. That's it. There's there's no ABS, no nannies. Um, let's see what else? I did all the wiring, did all the fabrication. I did not do the cage or the paint, but I did everything else myself. Stitch welded the body. Uh, made the motor mounts, transmission mounts. Uh, those are Corvette C6 brakes on 370Z rotors. Uh The front hub is actually off of a R35 GTR rear hub. Gives me a nice 28 millimeters of offset plus way more bearing. It's it's the most fun you can have with your clothes on.
1: <laughs> this. Uh, you know, I, I've seen this thing on the track at, at uh, you know Z Nationals and a, a couple of other events, ZCon, and uh, man, I mean, this thing is a beast. I mean, it just it it it, it screams. It kind of gra- makes this, uh, it, it just kind of brings out the animal in you, man. You just kind of you hear it like, oh man, you got to turn your neck, you got to you gotta see what's happening, man. It just demands that attention uh-huh. because and, and rightfully oh. so, man. This thing is just a, a, a track monster.
2: Well, it's got a, a four-speed NASCAR dog box, so you will hear the gears. Uh, you ain't messing and, around. No, it's – it's the transmission weighs 38 pounds. You can literally curl the transmission. Magnesium case. Um, top speed right now, 168, 170. And I'll hit that at Road Atlanta, VAR, probably Roebling. have not been to Roebling since this uh, version of the car. But, uh it's it's taking some getting used to of course now it's right hand drive uh, yes and that's not a jdm front clip that is the only jdm part is the steering rack so even the front knuckles i had to modify to get the tie rods on the front of the axle versus behind the axle
1: oh. so
2: it's it's all custom nonsense I built.
1: I uh, I remember asking you about this car. Um, Again, I I think it was at ZCon. You know, it's it's right-hand drive, and I always I think I asked you, does it unsettle you as a driver? You know, how long did it take you to become comfortable, right? You know, driving, especially you know this this beast of a car. You know, right-hand drive, and I think you said the answer was that you've been a, a track instructor for so long that you're used to sitting in the right-hand side, that it's, it really just became natural. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it made a lot of sense, man, because I mean, not only are you a driver though, but you, you put in tons and tons of volunteer time at track days to instruct. And uh, and I mean, essentially lead these track days. I think you helped, I mean, you you were the track uh, lead instructor for uh, ZCon, con uh, the Z-Con I was, a, I was a part of, I believe.
2: Atlanta, right? Yeah, I've, yeah I've, I've done, I've helped several z many, many Z Nationals, I mean, event steward for Target Sports Car Club, um, and then I go to other track events just to hang out. But those are the ones I am the steward for, and I instruct for a couple, a dozen other event or uh, groups. So one thing about right-hand drive: when you're doing 160 miles an hour in the right seat with a green student and a brand new C7 Corvette. You're already thinking, turn, turn, turn. So all you have to do is just act on it.
0: <laughs> it sounds easy. He makes it yeah. sound
2: easy, right?
0: Yeah. All instructors do that. It's easy.
2: Yeah. It's, it's well, easy. And, and, you know, you do this too, right? Turn. <laughs> and-
0: oh, I thought you were talking about something else. I thought it went from yeah. this to this. So yeah. I we were, I we we're talking about the beehole uh
1: yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> factor. On doing.
1: You
2: get some really neat heads.
0: Oh, we got to chime in from Dustin.
1: Oh, did we? Check it out here. Let's see see what we got here. From Dustin. Why no unlimited GTA for shits and giggles? Just haven't had
2: time, Dustin.
1: Uh, (laughs) Honestly, the paddock is full. The schedule is full, but I'll be there.
2: We'll do some track time.
0: (laughs) Well, we know you're a Z-Day fan. We know you're a Z-Fanatic. Now I want to talk a little bit about uh, some of the events that you're a part of now, obviously you're, you're f- funding Z days. So um, go ahead, Mike. I know you want to kind of talk about this a little bit.
1: Sure did. Um, you know, so the whole reason we're here too is just uh, we definitely want to hear more about Z days. It's happening very, very soon. I believe we're two weeks away, but in general, you know, we were just talking about the history of Z days. Um, again, how, how you said, you uh, uh, you essentially, took it over about 2008. Just, um, I was wondering, you know, for the for the last, well, in this case, well, 17 years, it's always been held at the Fontana Resort. And uh, again, people have tons of feedback on that one. It's it's been a good one, and it's it's had its its hiccups here and there. But in general, like, how did how did Z Day start? Was there what was the reason why? And also, like, how did you find Fontana Resort in the first place? Like, wh- why there?
2: Uh, so, again, Andy Morris and Morris Morgan started the event right when the 350 came out and they wanted a driving event. So, the tail of the dragon was right there. Yeah. So, in 2004, 74 people, Andy was a good friend of mine and I was still driving my Ford Lightning. Now, just I was prepping it for drag racing, all this straight line stuff. And he's like, come on up to my car show. I'm like, and I'm not a car show guy. So I drive up, show up, and there's a bunch of Z cars. And I'm in a white Ford Lightning. And I thought, I am going to catch so much flack. Everyone's cool. We went and drove the Dragon. Andy and I ran off and left everybody. Again, I'm driving a 5,000 pound pickup truck. Yeah. And we just left them and um, hung out with some friends, made some friends. And the next year, I was like, Andy, if you need help, I'll help. So I kind of became staff and then 05 I bought the 350 and then in 08 I took over and I'm going to apply to SAE to get Z days as a unit of measure of time because the reference is always remember three Z days ago when X happened <laughs> I think Z days is going to be the new unit of time. <laughs>
1: You've been doing it for a long time though man i mean i yeah. myself and miles uh we, we've both been to it um tons of tons of events uh throughout oh. the week that mm-hmm. that you do um i know i remember seeing pictures in the beginning the, the type of events i'll have i mean we all were doing because I mean, they had that that uh at the fontana you kind of have that that main hall where they would have the dinners uh but there would be like poker nights i think that's kind of how it started it we'll uh, start just evolved like yeah yeah. So, like,
2: you know, when you have 300 people, you could do a casino night. Yeah. But when you have 1,000 people, you just want to have places to put them. So a- as the event grew, the parties and the events had to scale with it. So there used to be a block party at someone's cabin every year. And that just turned into party until we had 500 people in a cabin yard so that's why we had to move that to the deck uh you know things like the hockey tournament we've got a three-on-three slip and slide hockey Whew. yeah i mean come come break your butt because it's going to happen I mean, we just flick it down with baby old baby shampoo and water and good luck have fun with it uh uh, you know, we we have a driving movie, which you know on that baseball field you could have as many people as you want. So, and honestly, we ran out of ideas. There's just the lack of resources, uh, the remoteness. There's a lot of things we just like. We were begging people for ideas because we've done it all. We could either redo it or we have to do something else. So, the idea bucket was empty.
1: Yeah, it's it's always involved for sure. Is that every year? And I do remember those those posts where you would ask people, "What do you want to have? What do you want to see?" Mm -hmm. Uh, Every year that I went, there was always something new. I mean, I think uh, there's always been a core set of events. Like there's a car show there, of course. The dinners, deck parties, pretty much tradition. It seems like it has been. But there's always competition. The exhaust competition, right? And then there were those other events that kind of revolved around it. The, the kind of uh, the, the crazier ones, like you said, with the the slip and slides. And uh, I remember there was that one hill just past the uh, the main building where I think it had didn't they have like three wheelers. They would buy big wheels and roll mm-hmm. down Fentai. that thing. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, Su- suicide.
1: Yeah, yeah, Su- I, yeah,
2: God,
0: yeah. I mean, just going back through, it's like I just I remember just almost every night was just pure debauchery and like at night you would just, just, Drunken craziness, like the Z1 boys back then, like John Parham. And I guess I'm calling you out, John. Like you guys would be like hauling ass in their little, I don't even remember, some ruckuses and like little <laughs> ATVs. And they're just like flying past and drinking. And they'll stop. Hey, have some moonshine. Meow. And you're like, eh, no. and then just everything's just going crazy all night long. And then the next morning, I don't know why, but it just seemed to always be the exhaust party. Or the exhaust competition was always on the night you had the worst, the, the most live experience, and you also had the worst hangover <laughs> ever. <laughs> and then next morning, you would have the exhaust competition, and it was just like, Jesus Christ. <clears throat> I'm
1: I don't pretty know. pretty sure that sounds premeditated, yeah. <laughs> uh, it just, well, I mean,
2: it, it's probably one of the few events where you do have to check your check liver light because it <laughs> will go off at least once in the weekend. Oh my God!
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I've, I've had uh, more than my fair share of uh, of interesting nights at uh, at. Uh, let me see here. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, I said Graham Hobbs. Here, let me and share something with best. you. Okay.
1: Oh, Miles will share something here. Let's see what we got here. Is this you? Yeah. Is that you or is that me? That That's is that. you. Oh, I'm sorry about that. There I you go. To... <laughs> That's. <laughs>
0: that just... I don't even recall ah. that night. I'll just that's put a that. Perfect on. Night. Perfect that night. was the perfect night. But <laughs> uh, yeah, interesting <laughs> night altogether. Um, you know, and that's kind of like the rhythm of Z days. Um, I think you put it. Uh, how did you put it? Something about a
2: uh, college party. What was that? What was that quote it's you a, used? It, it's a frat party with cars. But Graham Hobbs had it nailed. He said it, it's a drinking event with a driving problem.
1: <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. St-
0: All right. I think it got out of control for a while there.
2: So, funny story that you posted that picture from Nina. I actually married Nina and Tony.
0: Oh. I was a
2: celebrant for the wedding.
0: Are you ordained so, for $35 uh, from the... Uh, I am an
2: ordained hot mess.
0: I myself am also an ordained minister in 12 states, recently down to 10, but that's for legal yep, purposes. Yep. But... Yeah.
2: Uh, and open war kudos,
0: you know, I was actually gonna uh, one night me and Mike were drinking. I almost married him to a couple at a, at a bar we were at. Yeah. So, you know, with uh, great power comes great responsibility.
2: And I have mm. no responsibility whatsoever. So I was left unsupervised. <laughs> unsupervised.
1: Yeah, <laughs> They should
0: never give me a license to marry people.
1: He was marrying everybody left and right. I, like uncon- they didn't even want to be you, married. Just...
0: <laughs> you pay my bar tab. I'm going to take Guess care what? of what? <laughs> You're married.
1: You're just... <laughs>
0: you want to you come at me like that? You're married. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Like, what? You don't have the power to do, do that. You, do. do you? Yourself. Uh, yep. yeah. 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 Boom.
2: <laughs> right.
0: Um. So what do you got going on? What's popping off for this year?
2: So this year, we're really, it's a reset. Like I like to say, we're, we're moving venues. We're going to Boy Rock. Um, and a little story, well, uh, facts. We we outgrew Fontana. You know, we were having a 1,000 people with 221 beds. There weren't that many couples. <laughs> there was a lot of big spoon, little spoon going on. There was a lot of counselor.
0: spooning. A lot of spooning.
2: Yeah, a lot of spooning. Too much spooning. Forced spooning, even. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Unsupervised spooning. But it was just, and we couldn't grow. We've been landlocked for a decade. Yeah. And, you know, I really wanted to bring people like John Morton and Steve Millen in, but I really didn't think I could invite them to somewhere like Fontana Village. It's hard to get to. It's so remote. But at Blowing Rock, it's, it's gorgeous. It's a tourist town. There's stuff to do. So there's 221 beds at Fontana Village. There's over 4,000 rentable units within 15 miles of Blowing Rock. Jesus. So we're going to start over this year about 200. Find out what the weak points are. Just firm those up for next year, and I can get back to four, five, six, seven hundred, or five, six, seven hundred, And in five years? Hey, let's embrace the entire brand. Dodson, Nissan, Infiniti, three, four, or more wheels. Bring it. Just if we made a bike, bring that too. But just bring it. And I really would like to reach out to some of the other events and clubs, the Frontiers, the Titans, the, the Maximum People, the so S Chassis Cars, R Chassis Cars, and just see if we can all come together. Here we go. I was just thinking
0: about that. You know, I mean, honestly, like, let's call it this. This is actually me. And I'm pretty sure there's a cigarette burn in the shirt or <laughs> potentially still vomit on it. But nonetheless, I broke this out of my glass case. It's still one of my favorite shirts uh, that you guys ever produced. And you um,
2: didn't.
0: Nissan, Nissan like produced a shirt. Yeah. And this is what this is Tochigi before they shut it down? So, mm-hmm. is that right? Yeah. So. Mm-hmm if I remember correctly, maybe, I don't know. I think think you're right. Um, so, uh, this is, I actually think this is one of Steve Yeager's last years. He put together this, um, this shirt with you guys. Ah, I miss him. And, uh, he, he was actually on a while back, but yeah, I mean, honestly, you guys, um, you guys have really thrown a hell of an event and, um, you know, I've, I've, I truly had a blast at it. I cannot wait for you guys to evolve. I think the natural progression for you guys is to really develop into a Nissan Days event. Uh, Oh, yeah. They change for sure. Yeah. Uh, I already bought bought the URL. I'll sell it to you cheap. But (laughs) nonetheless, um, somebody's going to do that right now while we're talking. Uh, You know what?
2: I'm going to charge you $4 billion for it. I've got 10 domains already. I just see what... Uh, yeah, we'll keep the LLC. We'll do a DBA and just
0: change the name, and that way you shake off all the bad publicity.
2: So,
1: mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously,
0: your your event is uh, you know, it, I have to say I've been to a lot of car events and uh, I've been to a lot of Nissan events, and the community aspect of it, even with me and Mike, when we used to run Nismo Fiesta, I mean, we would do a really great job with it, but it was never to that level of um, fan, fan base that you guys had. I mean, we tried to mimic that, but you're, Yours is truly genuine in oh, yeah, that there's capacity. No way, yeah. There's no way. I mean, you just had. There was a lot of advantageous things that kind of worked for you as far as Tale of the Dragon. I mean, you had the home base for Z1, and they were super supportive of the event, and also the whole community was event. So you really had like kind of a perfect storm of the best um, opportunity to kind of put uh, an event like that together. And kudos to you because I, I've, we've, me and Mike have both put on events before, and we've, it always. It always looks like it's flawless, but behind it, it's just, we know the madness that it takes to run these events and kudos to you and your staff, all those hardworking yeah. people that have had to work all these years to put together uh, an event and kind of build your brand up to what it is now
2: today. So, uh, I mean, I thank you for the kind words, but it, it more goes to the quality and enthusiasm of our volunteers and our partners. Cause As event organizers, you and I both know that whatever hours we put into it is into it. But it's that help at the event that actually makes it good for everybody. And typically we see people attend one year. uh, They'll come for the Dragon. And then the next year they come for the people. And then the third year they're volunteering. And we, we we enjoy a huge volunteer core. And they feel like they own it which is perfect because if they own it, they care more for it. And we just, we, we let them run with it. It's, we it is what it is because as our, our, our byline says, it's by enthusiast for enthusiast. Yeah. And I think that's what shows, I think that's what separates it as well. I mean, it's a family reunion you want to come to every year.
1: Yeah. I like what you said there. You're, you're you're giving the enthusiasts a sense of ownership in this event uh, as being volunteers and being in charge of some of these sub events that are happening throughout the, you know, it's a four day event too. I mean, Miles, I mean, me and you, we've done maybe two days, two and a half tops, but a, a four day event, uh, especially this year's four day event, that is a huge undertaking. I mean, mm-hmm. again, yeah. Volunteer wise, that's a, that's a huge amount that you need. And uh, I'm I glad to hear move. that the, that the enthusiasts, that base is, uh, you know, giving you with enough uh manpower, I, I, like, like as you like to say, sweat equity being put into this event, you know.
2: Oh, we so- we have we average 150 to 200 volunteers, and it's just amazing. I mean, it's just we couldn't do it without them. So, if any of you guys are watching, thank you. I, <laughs> I drink one to you, but I'm out. <laughs>
0: So, uh, uh, Brian, I wanted to ask one last thing: Is so, if anybody's listening right now and they still want to attend Z Days, they've got a little bit of time. We got it coming up May twentieth and twenty third. Is that right?
2: That's correct. What's the website so right now? It's Z Days Z D A Y Z dot com. Uh, there's the events. Yep. Uh, we've gone back to an all inclusive registration, so it's one twenty five. So if you hit the register now button under the logo, that too. Either one. Yep. Sure. So the event pass is 125. That gets you everything, including two meals and a shirt. Uh, I did put the shirts up on Facebook today, so you could check those out. Okay. Uh, the, The race is additional, but that gets you a race bib and we'll have some cool raffle prize to give away for the 5K. Typically, it's been a set of tires, but We don't know that yet Uh, car shows, additional disc golf tournament. And then there's additional apparel as well. And again, you can go to our Facebook group and look at the apparel. I just posted today.
1: I'm uh, looking. There it is. I'm going to go ahead and share my screen on that one too for you guys. Oh, just let it, I'm sorry. That's the one there.
2: Yep. So that's the the gray ones, the volunteer
1: shirt. The blue one's the event shirt, and we also have hoodies. Oh yeah! Grabbing man. those sweet Proto Z's, there, man. I like it. I like. it. <laughs> mm-hmm. orders. Order oh, click, click, click on that.
2: Click on that one, please. Yeah. So look at what we did. The
1: sponsors are actually on the cars. Oh, yeah. I see it here. Yeah, Nissan, Nissan Z1, Carbotech, SBC, South Bend Plus. Awesome. They look good. Those yeah. look really good. So,
2: Redline Design out of Tampa did that design for me. So, thank you guys if you're listening. Yeah.
0: Kudos again, uh, May 20th through May 23rd. You still got time to register. You guys Mm -hmm. registering up until the day of, right?
2: Yep, all the way through.
0: All the way through. Okay. All the way through. You could show up, boom, and still make Mm -hmm. it. You just need to make sure that you've got your rooms and everything kind of set up. So, if you're listening out there, you still got time. You still got time to plan it
1: Here out. in the North Carolina so, area, of course, yes. That Blowing Rock is a brand new venue, and I this, this chatala Resort is it Chitola Chitola Chitola. I'm sorry. Uh, I got, oh, again, it, I just it, picked it, up the website there.
2: One uh-huh. quick blurb about Blowing Rock: There are five breweries. Oh, don't do that. That twelve. Oh, my liver hurts. Rocks. It hurts.
0: Oh, okay. it, it's.
2: I never heard you saying that. So, you, you take Fontana and its remoteness and lack of options, you okay. throw that away, and you put me in a town of 900 people with five breweries. I mean, wow. oh, it's, there's two FUD shops, there's an egg roll shop. Get custom made egg rolls. <laughs> Diets go to hell in that town. But yes. <laughs> I guess
0: we should grease the local law enforcement so we can get our Z friends out of jail
2: um, uh, early mean, enough. <laughs> yeah, they they actually have a lobster macaroni and cheese egg roll.
0: Jesus Christ, that sounds Whoa. so American, but it's awesome. I mean, I we'll yes. totally eat it. So, oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, a food orgasm. We'll call it yeah. like
2: that. So mouth
0: but then again, yeah, thanks again, man. Uh, we really loved having you on. You know, uh, we before you go, we're getting close to the end of the show. I yeah. wanted to talk a little bit about a section that we all, a um, little portion of our show that we sometimes will bring up called Back Alley Chat. And honestly, it gives us an opportunity to talk about your most personal uh, favorite Z Days event or Z Days experience. One story each. And I'm going to go with. Mike first.
1: Oh, okay. Does it have to be wholesome, or can it be uh, no holes barred? Mm,
0: there's kids. Z-Days, there's not, not much wholesome there. There's not much wholesome. Go there's on. not
1: much wholesome there. <laughs> okay, well, I'll I'll tell you the um, I'll have the, the runner up. That'll be quick though. But the fun one uh, for me was my first my first year at Z-Days. This was in 2015. Um, I was told. In advance about how epic the deck party gets and the after parties there's that section at fontana that was known as stonehenge uh there you've got that bonfire and people kind of hanging out after the deck closes people can kind of go out there and enjoy the rest of their night and um my first time there you know i'm 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 a lightweight when it comes to having a drink or two and uh so cut to 4 a.m and um I, uh, everybody's kind of, ra- you know, going back to their cabins. It's at the end of the night. And I had a, a buddy of mine. He was like, we were like bunk mates. So we're like, all right, man, we're, we're good friends. And I said, all right, man, well, I'll keep an eye on you. You keep an eye on me. Uh, it's all good. At 4 a.m., everybody starts dispersing, going to bed. And I'm, I'm dazed. and You know, I'm, I've had a few. And I'm looking around. I go, hey, man, where, where did he go? And I'm looking, I'm turning my neck. Where the hell is he? can't find them so i say all right every man for himself and i go i jump in back at somebody's truck and they drop me off at the cabin and that was it uh cut about an hour later i get woken up by my my roommate uh, the guy i was supposed to be looking for and he goes hey man where were you what happened like uh why didn't you uh uh you know pick me up why didn't you uh help me back to the cabin I told him I didn't see you. I I, I didn't see you. I think I thought maybe you found a friend or whatever was going on, went off on your own. And he goes, No, I was passed out on the rock behind you. And I realized that when I was looking left and right, I wasn't looking directly behind me or down at all. <laughs> he was he was sprayed out on the side of a rock. And I just left him. And so he woke he wakes up at five o'clock and he's got to nobody there and a, and a fire that's starting to that's already died down. And, uh, to me, that was the funniest, uh, moment that I remember just spending that, that first year there. And that, that, uh, 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 at, at Stonehenge there, uh, the, the runner up one was, was a lot of fun. I believe it was the following year. You had Chris Forsberg come in with a 370 drift car and yeah, literally turned part of that resort into a track for him to do some, some drifting skills. Uh, amazing time. I think he probably spent about what, 15, 20 minutes just making tracks all over the place. So. Yeah, he uh,
2: paved that road. What's <laughs> that? He paved that road that day.
1: He did. He did. It was an amazing time. I had the perfect spot, you know, right at a hill. Literally, he was drifting above, like, underneath me at that point. I mean, I was right there, man. So,
0: Brian, you got a good story that sticks out in your mind?
1: I've
2: got
0: a
1: bunch.
2: Um, well,
0: I know it's I've hard heard, for I've, you. I've, you've you've been at it for a minute, so
2: yeah. I, I'm gonna go to one that uh, hit me in the heart. So, you know, we try to do a really nice auction for charity for the vets um, for PTSD awareness. And uh, in our charity for the last few years, has been Wags for Tags. And they take uh, dogs out of kill shelters, train them to be service animals, and pair them with veterans who need that, that compatriot. They need that mission to take care of something else. And so, and that's been our charity for. I have five or six years now. So, and we came up with this idea to make a quilt and it was just gonna be like a charity quilt. And the idea was that we would take, make pa- panels out of Z-Day shirts. And I was actually missing some from some of the early years. And I just thought they were gonna make it without it and we would just use something else. Pam Robinson out of Florida, gave up her early year shirts for this quilt. And when i heard about it on stage, I just cried like a little girl with a skin. And I was like, uh, I mean, it just hit me in the heart and to know that we have people in our group, our family that care that much about other people in our family, it just it hits the heart just right, and I look like an idiot crying up there. And I had to drink a bunch of whiskey to stop. <laughs> but <laughs> that one, that I mean, there's a lot of good ones. But Pam, if you're listening, I I I, I went out there and replaced her shirts. I had them printed one offs. She got brand new shirts out of the deal, but the fact she gave them up for wax for tags hit me in the heart.
1: That's awesome. I was there that year. I remember that. That was amazing. I, I, uh, that was. A, I remember that moment. That was very, very awesome. Uh, that uh, was, was a good moment there too. Um, glad to hear that. you mentioned Wax for Tags. I wanted to share that. Share their page too for those who are online. Take a look at their their. Be sure to add them. This are they also your charity for this year? Yes.
2: And because of COVID, they have lost the majority of their fundraising hmm. so they are struggling uh even just to keep you know they it, it costs about three thousand dollars to rescue and train an animal there's not been a lot of new animals rescued or trained in the last while it's just treading water so they're they're kind of stagnant and they need the help so if you love dogs and you love vets reach out to ronnie and Vivian. Five bucks, 10 bucks. If they won't say no, they'll say thank you. And we will going to hook them up this year as best we can. Again, we're going to be small because of COVID, but we're going to do everything we can to help them.
0: Awesome, man. Right. Really good stuff. Awesome. You know, I wanted to say thank you uh, to Brian. Uh, for taking the time to come out to the uh, to the show here and spending some time with us, and you know, to talk about the event, we feel it's important. You know, we're all about community here, and dude, we're so excited about you um, really blowing up the event and what we think is probably going to be your next. Um, reasonable step to move up the chain with evolving your event to a bigger event and then maybe even moving on to different platforms and bringing in the whole of the nissan community so kudos to you and thank you for your time today brian um for My coming pleasure. to talk about it
2: so oh thanks plus, thanks for having me
0: plus i miss yeah. talking to you man i haven't talked to you in for it's, in a in a solid minute so yeah but
2: now you get to say your cda story
0: Oh, you yeah. Know about oh. Debauchery you get away story. with it, man. Thank dude, you for calling him out. Dude. Okay, can I just say this? You you can't throw like a, a heartfelt story and then you know that I'm just going to be all punk rock and just have some debauchery story. I can't send do it. that. It send doesn't it. Send it. it doesn't flow. You're messing with the emotional flow. Oh, send, send it. it. Send <laughs> it. Pull the bandaid off. Pull the claimant. Pull claim the I, I think I've it. had this. I don't know. Z-Days was just one. I think I've been to one and it was just, it was like, Jesus Christ. It was like the closest thing to burning man for me, man. It was like insane. (laughs) Like, so the problem that, that happens with me when I show up to an event, I don't know why I like, I poke the bear everywhere I go with the party structure. So the Z1 boys obviously already had their stakes in with running that entire event, as far as like having the bars and the alcohol. So I was like, you know what? I knew what I was gonna run into. And Mike's told this story a million times because he absolutely loves this story, but uh, it's a funny one. I make my own liquor from time to time, so I knew from talking to you, and I, I'm a fan of moonshine and because it's like the hardest of the hard right of course i can't party with just a normal you don't want to die with a sissy's gun you want to die
2: with a man's gun yeah but grant county north carolina is the moonshine capital of the world
0: thank you very much and that's how you sold me and that's how i went to z days for the first time thank you so i went up there and i was like you know what i gotta bring something from texas for these boys so i decided to like uh, bring my infused tequilas that i do so I made uh, for a year. I infused these habanero uh, tequilas. Uh, I think or it was habanero. I can't remember was vodka or something, but either way, it was clear and it was potent. So I brought that up in a jug, like you do, and um, I brought it up. And then you have these bonfire nights, right? So I said, "Okay, Georgia boys, let's see what you got." And I started passing this around. And when I when I walk up to you being the crazy man that i am i'll be like and i offer you a drink out of a unlabeled bottle and i say hey have a taste of this be mindful about it it's definitely got a bite so, to it so. yeah 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 yeah. and and that's me protecting you from yourself and and <laughs> Because I've carried many. I don't want to have to carry you back to your hotel because I got a bad back. Nobody wants to carry. right? (laughs) Right, So I went one by one to all the Z1 boys. And I'm like, hey, have a taste of this. Watch out. It's got a bite. And they're like, it's from Texas. And it's like, it becomes a Georgia, Texas competition. Who's got the bigger blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay. So next thing you know, they're drinking it. And it's not so much that it's stout because you guys got. I can't beat you on alcohol content, but I could beat you (laughs) on spice. spice. So the heat factor was everybody who drank it apparently just like, because you don't, I think you guys don't have spice in Georgia. I think at the county line, they say no spice can get in, get into the the state line.
1: Whatever.
2: It's
0: like salt and pepper. And I think. It, it, so I kept giving it out to people and apparently I was shutting people down with just the, 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 <laughs> the habanero aspect of it. So yeah. uh, people were just like taking a swig of this. Oh, and it was like, and I was like, here, drink this. This is Texas. And they would drink it and they would be like, Oh, man, Texas sucks. Oh, no. <laughs> so I, I did put a lot of the Z one boys to sleep with that. And I, um, it was kind of cheating maybe in an aspect, but I you will say this: there, man. <laughs> I was a bit of a troll, but, but I will say this. They got me back with that moonshine. Um, that's where that picture where it comes with the bunny ears and everything. Oh my yeah. God. That And there was like some guy, he's a friend of yours. He showed up with like an I rock trans am. Um, and he just popped the lid and he was like, Hey bro, do you want to buy some moonshine? And I was like, yeah, bro, give it up. And so I bought like five jugs of that stuff from some dude in an IROC.
1: With a mullet.
0: (laughs) With a mullet. And I have to say, if he's a friend of yours, I want to be on his Christmas list. I'm just saying. (laughs) But yes, I do. And it's, yeah, the alcohol and the debauchery. But the whole thing about it is, through all that craziness, I had a really good time. I had a really good... Uh, experience with it and you know i drove up there with my boys i got to see you i got to meet a lot of really cool people and see people in the community because it's a big community but it really feels like a tight family when everything's said and done and i can't i can't say that enough there's certain events regionally that do do everything justice but where you boys are at and where you guys are at you do an amazing event that's regional and i think uh, i i i can't wish you more success I, than what you already have. I mean, you guys are already doing it and um, I, I just hope that that event just continues to grow and prosper. And, you know, you're always doing it for charity and kudos to you for being that spirit and being that person um, in this world that does that. Thank you, yeah. Well,
2: But he, he knew you too. And everybody else are invited. So
0: maybe when all this nonsense
2: calms down and we go back to normal, come check us out. Yeah. Literally so if you're longer. out there,
0: yeah, yeah, get out there, register for the event. We love y'all. Uh, we want to see you. Definitely continue to support the event. And yep. then um, I think that's everything that we've got here in the event. We got to start wrapping up. We're of course yep. we're thirty minutes over, like we <laughs> always are. We were supposed to be at an <laughs> hour. Of course, yes. we had yes. Brian on. I knew it was going to go over, but before whatever, we
1: continue true. on, just a real quick, just some comments. So uh, again, from Dustin talking about it, he was a victim to your uh, moonshine there. No. Uh, between Miles was revolved around that ghost pepper moonshine, uh, how I was it, it, it? Was ghost pepper?
0: Spicy. It was ghost pepper moonshine. He's
2: right. It's it
1: it even pe- worse pe- than a habanero. Jesus. No, Christ. No, it's the same. Yeah.
0: No, I
2: yeah. think ghost pepper is worse. It Plus is. Plus the moonshine. I'm just Plus trying to. Down. I'm trying to bring it down so they don't know, <laughs> Brian. We call, we call that parts cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, injector cleaner. Yeah. Sorry, Dustin. I love you, man. I didn't mean it. Uh, I did, but I didn't. So, yeah, my bad. So. The guy
1: with the Trans Am the, uh, may have been a friend of Todd Weld's, he says here, out of <sighs> Alabama. Just no, to let you know, if you're I, looking for that like, Christmas I, list.
2: I, I know who it is, and I won't say his name, but he basically packed his G35 to the point he was on the jump stops all the way up from Alabama Ooh. With, with Mason jars.
0: I love this guy. He's already family. He's already family.
2: <laughs> well, Wody, <laughs> Wody drove up from Jacksonville. When he was a brew manager for InBib with long necks. And the the whole way up, I of her was clinking of long necks <laughs> Warriors, <laughs> for a 12-hour drive. Warriors come out of it in the yeah, backseat. <laughs> 12 cases of long necks. <laughs> <and> <laughs> good, man, good man. 12 hours. 12 hours.
0: He's doing God's work. He's He's
2: doing <laughs> that's, well, that's, the same, that's the same year he burnt the fence. He and Ela uh, put fence in uh, Stonehenge. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, God bless Todd Welds out there and the Todd mm-hmm. Welds of the world. Continue to drive your moonshine and your long necks through the fog and through the uh, the muck and the slime to deliver it to people like us so we can talk about how the greatness that is uh, you. So, yep.
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. But
0: again, uh, Brian, thanks for coming on the show, man. I mean, I yeah, missed you. I, I feel like I haven't, you know, with all this COVID bullish, you know, yeah, uh, it's sure. kudos to 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 see you. I, you know, I'm glad you're continuing to support the brand out there, man. I yeah. hope they kind of, um, you know, if Nissan's listening to this, I know we're at an hour and 30 minutes and the Nissan marketing people drop off after 20 minutes. But I'm just <laughs> going to say this right now. I hope they get you a proto man. I hope um, you get something special that kind of comes out to you in the next two weeks. I hope they give you some support. They've done it in the past and you've, you've had releases at your location. Uh, I hope you kind of get something fancy this year, if not next year, but we are going to be there. Mike and myself will be there one year um, here in the future. So we'll definitely try to be out there and, uh, and try Ah. to enjoy the event. But I I wish you the best success in this, um, this evolution of your, uh, of your
2: event. So, well, thanks, but I, I cannot confirm nor deny anything coming to Z days
0: Of course you can't. Of course you can't.
2: So
1: can't. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, come to think about it, just thinking about it, it was this is probably the just having you on, on the show here too. It's probably one of the, the longest times we've been able to talk too, which I'm so happy hmm. because it's always um you know it's during during Z Days, you're always on call. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well same and thing even,
2: with Z Con and you, it's just
0: and you know, yeah if you want to talk to brian settle you got to find him at z gun because if you see him at z days it's like hey buddy how you doing here's a beer bye i'm out and it's just like yeah i love you okay bye i love you
2: yeah oh gotta go all right welcome to z days i love you (laughs) you know yeah i
0: know same thing for nismo it's like if you want to talk to me don't find me at nismo because yeah. Nismo yeah. Fiesta, I'm not going to be there.
1: So I used can, to say uh, that too. People would ask me, "So what do you?" They would ask me what what my personal thoughts were uh, were like on Nismo Fiesta. I go, "I don't know. I haven't been. I just
0: <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't experienced yeah. one." So
2: uh, I still, yeah. everybody said, "Oh, who's coming to Z Days? Not me." <laughs> <laughs> I'm halfway out here. So, hey,
1: thanks for everything, <laughs> man. You've been the ultimate host. I've learned a lot from you. I know I've asked you questions in the past. You've always been a great uh, mentor uh, when it comes to hosting events. So I, I genuinely, man, I appreciate it, and you know, I wish you luck uh, in two weeks when this event happens.
0: Yes. Well, I wanna, yeah, I want to. I want to say thank you also to everybody who kind of sh- um, chimed in tonight. Uh, remember to like, share, subscribe to everything that we've got going on. Yeah, Mike, you noticed uh, uh, real quick. Don't make it too yeah. long, but we had a jump, right?
1: Yes, yes. So, uh, you know, I get the notifications on uh, Facebook whenever we get new likes onto the Nissan Nerd uh, page. And I've really noticed the trend that, that. and for those of you that are on on the uh, uh, watching list, thank you for, for liking the page. And if you haven't, please do uh, like the page and encourage others to like. So the algorithms with Facebook, I don't know them exactly. But Nerd. No, no, seriously. <laughs> Just, yeah. But in general, what I'm saying is that I've noticed that whenever you get like three to five people to uh, like, they share to friends and they share to friends. Literally, like, it's like an STD.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Facebook likes are like STDs, but the good ones, at least, at All least right. for us, and though. But. On that
0: note, we're going to end show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you <laughs> the show. <or laughs> you end
0: <it>? Just like <laughs> STDs. <laughs> but then yeah but continue to support the uh <laughs> support the show continue to support z days i uh, want to thank you again for uh, brian settle for coming out to the event or coming out to the event here i am like Ms. I coming that. out to the show this time want to say um for any mothers that are out there not mother the other one but the mothers that listen to the show which yeah. is a weird diagram you know, weird small subgroup might get on that, find out how many mothers we have within our thing. But then I want to say thank you and uh, to all the mothers that are out there, a happy early Mother's Day this weekend that's coming up. want to say again, compi uh, to everybody out there. Thank you for coming Woo! into the event.
1: Um, bye. I got nothing yes, left. Yes, yes, oh. yes.
0: With that, you are officially free to go. <laughs> Brian. (laughs)
1: Bye. Bye. Let me me throw up the credits here. This is the Nissan Nerd Podcast. Thank you for being with us. Spirit Fingers. Spirit
0: Fingers. fingers. Uh, Spirit Fingers. Oh, you can do that? All right, so let's talk about what's really important right now. So let's talk about that. Your silver, your silver is so much better than mine. Look at that. That's a birthmark. That's a birthmark, man. That's all the way down to roots. Do the carpets match the drapes? What's going on here? (laughs) Hardwood (laughs) (laughs) floors. Hardwood floors. Hardwood floors. That's all the All right, best Mike, response kill it. I've heard. Done. Thanks right, right. done, done, again. Done, guys, we'll talk to you done, later. Done. Next time. done